Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back to the Feel Good Factor. I'm Susmita Viganosaurus, and I'm so glad you could join me here today. Hey, everyone! Today, I have a good friend of mine, Smita Hemadri, who also is from Bangalore. Smita used to be in IT, then she became a vegan baker, and now. she has followed her heart and followed her path to healing others she is a nature cure practitioner and life coach i want to talk to smita about how she made her decision to move from one field to another and another and what helped her through the process what helped her make these decisions while we are all sitting at home right now through the corona virus lockdown a lot of us are self reflecting this is a time for us to really think about our lives and figure out whether we want to continue life the way it was before covid or whether we want to find a new path and do something different and i figured hearing the journey of a person who's gone through many career changes in her own life would be quite inspiring for all of you so here we go hi smita Hi Susmita. Hi. Great to have you here. Thank you so much. Same here. It's my pleasure to be on board with you. <laughs> so Smita, I think we've known each other for a few years now and it's been really good to see your journey throughout this whole process and I feel so happy to see how fulfilled you are with life. You're one of those people no matter when I speak and when, no matter when I say okay how's it going what are you up to and you're always like you know everything's peaceful I'm content I'm joyful it feels so happy to see that <laughs> So that tell me so what is a nature cure practitioner A nature cure practitioner is I'm more like an educator we are people who bring in some basic laws of nature in terms of healing to the people who are willing to be open to heal and become their own doctors so we just introduce them to basic elements of nature which is already there in front of us to heal we just teach them how to use those elements in the right form things like uh, let's say fruits vegetables greens how to take a sun bath how to use water and use hydrotherapy and uh, maybe go and then get in touch with mother earth how good grounding is and how much we miss it today so these are some of the elements that are really missing in our fast life so we bring in the right usage of this given whatever stages in their life they are whether they are facing diseases or they are absolutely healthy and they just want to make a change so whatever it could be we just customize the way they'll have to use these elements to their advantage and then introduce them to a lifestyle that they will continue and maintain that for all their life okay that sounds very interesting and i do know that our bodies are naturally self healing the nature of bodies is naturally self healing but a lot of things that we practice every day our lifestyle that is what creates blocks to healing so what i'm understanding is with nature cure you teach them ways to help with the healing to help the body heal itself right absolutely hmm and how long have you been practicing this i have personally healed myself worked on my own journey since 2012 hmm. i started working on this as a hobby since 2014 okay but then only during the time of 2019 i realized that it is the path that i want to choose 
it was the only path that i think uh, i wanted to follow my whole life okay that's pretty recent <laughs> and but i do know that you've helped so many people in just that short span of time yeah <laughs> So 2014 onwards I've been doing this right mm. uh, it's been more than about 100 people's lives that I've touched so far across the world wow since I thought it was just a hobby and then my aim in life was to just keep serving people who get in touch with me I thought it's it's more of the karma that brings people together and uh, if if it's in my karma to actually serve them and then give some education to them and it's if their journey to actually go through the natural path to heal and then grow their souls we will definitely meet irrespective of whether i advertise myself or no so i don't have any page or any such thing to advertise myself and then word of mouth references things like this are just happening since 2014 and then it's just coming okay i have two questions for you to start off with one is you said you healed yourself that's how you realize that okay this is a very powerful healing method to teach others right so how did you heal yourself can you share a little bit about that journey and secondly how did you decide what made you decide from moving this just to help people just as a hobby to turning it into a profession a part of how you can continue helping more people by making it a way of also earning your living sure see i have been a relatively sick child since my childhood and then of course cold cough and other things are pretty common in many of the kids so i grew up like that and then uh, my entire childhood we we were exposed to a lot of freely available medications and things like that so i've been on a lot of uh, such suppressants since a long time and then by the time i was old enough 20 25 types i had a lot of allergies so which means the encumbrance kind of grew into me and then by 2010 and 2012 it was the last straw on the camel's back my husband and i went to a restaurant he had uh, half of some vegetable puff i had another half he was going to a project to the us and then uh, i came back home the next day my entire body just flared up i had rashes all over i was swollen everywhere and then i didn't know what to do i was alone i they just took the scooter i went to a skin specialist a doctor she gave me antihistamine shots and i came back home it was all okay i went to the office the next day by the next evening i again had the flare up so this kept happening every day or periodically it just kept happening in the next 3 months it just kept happening so i didn't know what to do i just went to an allopath and then uh, he told me that see you'll have to take some steroid shots there is no other choice so body can just become allergic any time in your life so now onwards you just have to find out what is making allergic and then you observe your patterns so i didn't have any pattern till then a vegetable would make me uh, flare up a fruit would make me flare up everything would make me flare up so there was no pattern so i would carry adrenaline shots because every single time it happened my throat would swell up as well and then i had asphyxiations i couldn't breathe i couldn't swallow wow it would eventually get to that stage so within 1 to 3 days it would get to that stage and then my hand and legs would become like rock solid so i wouldn't be able to lift them it was so heavy i would become bedridden Uh, i had to go through the steroid uh, course for about 5 days so this went on for about 6 to 8 months we were desperately looking for solutions mm. then my father took me to an ayurvedic doctor i was on that medications for about a year the symptoms definitely got better then once i quit that medication the symptoms came back i see even full blown the asphyxiations would happen but then severity had come down but it would still happen and then i went to a homeopath 
So he told me, you just have to observe your food pattern. So that's how I realized that dairy was making me sick. I was desperate for solutions because nothing would work. Hmm. I was like this and then uh, constantly on medication. Then my friend uh, told me there is this person in Huzur. They do acupressure. Why don't you talk to them? So I met somebody. They told me how the natural healing, uh, typical alternate ways of healing work. Hmm. So they told me how the body is self-healing and then what is assimilation, the right foods to eat, what is elimination, the toxins that gets out of the body. So they explained the bodily processes to me, although they were quite far, so I couldn't really go for any acupressure sittings. But she told me no medications, no maida, no dairy. So all the white poisons, like even sugar, went out of my life right at that time. So after that, there was nobody to guide me. Just these principles kept me going. I don't know what was it that just kept me going. I was so addicted to medications because I didn't know what happens beyond one day of cold because I would just pop a pill. I didn't know. So like this, since she had told me, no, you should keep going on. You cannot take medications. My nose was like running like a tap. My body was all flared up. I was so desperate for solutions. And then there was nothing. I had to wait. Hmm. I had to wait for the body to clean itself. It took me about a year. The symptoms gradually reduced. It took me about a year for the entire thing to completely go. At this time, you had completely stopped your dairy, yes, is it? Yes. For it to yes, uh, I had start stopped dairy. Out? I had become a vegan. I did mm. not know what the word vegan was at that time. Mm. I got to know the real meaning of the word vegan only when I attended uh, ninja class from carrots. <laughs> yeah. Till then, I did not know in 2014. <laughs> I did not know what the word vegan was also. And I did not explore because I didn't look for alternatives. I didn't know they existed. See, my family was still on dairy. I had just quit all these things. And then if they make something, I would just avoid. They would not make anything different for me. That world of making something for me was never there. I was not exposed to it also at that time. So I just went on for about two years. And then my daughters had similar issues, cold, cough. And then that eventually went into skin. Then I knew, okay, this has to go like this only because even I had similar issues. Hmm. I then took the matter into my own hands and then the entire journey of making them vegan, looking for alternatives, bringing ethical education into picture because once I say it's for health, it is only short-lived because once the health is improving, what stops me from going back to dairy? Mm. So the ethical education came in only because I attended your class and then I understood that part and I started educating my kids about the ethical aspect. And both my kids, I started, even though my second one had an issue. Hmm. Like that, both the kids became vegan. How old were they? My older one was eight and my younger one was five. Hmm. Then over time, yeah, they they all healed within one year. Ghee was the last battle that I had to fight at home. (laughs) Uh, So it it took a long time because we were in a joint family system. And uh, my nieces were also coming to the house. Because all afternoon they were here after school and then uh, milk was a staple in the evening for the kids. So I had to literally make sure that when the milk time comes, they had to get a juice. I didn't know alternatives, right? So the juice was happening in the beginning. And then only sometime during mid of that year, I got to know about the ninja class. Mm. So only then I started introducing some almond milks and other things for their uh, such needs. Hmm. But then uh, it was not very difficult. But yeah, the handling part at home was difficult. My in-laws were very upset about the changes, Hmm. about the lack of calcium that the kids had. (laughs) The perceived lack of calcium. (laughs) Correct. 
the perceived lack of calcium was very difficult mm. and then uh, i didn't care because uh, i knew that i had to make changes here and there was no other choice you knew already knew how it had helped you so you knew Correct. that okay dairy was the culprit dairy was the culprit so biscuits stopped chocolate stopped all the bakery products processed. stopped all the processed foods that contain any form of dairy had stopped hmm. and then i had to even literally tell my in-laws not to bring such things home because my kids were very small hmm. the little one was uh, at 5 what kind of temptation control they will have yeah so i had to hide many things over time they got that understanding that it is bad although they had the understanding it was still very hard for them to resist that chocolate and biscuit and all that it took some time because they did have when they did not really understand what each item will have inside it as a ingredient that knowledge came in only after the next few years hmm. during the functions and other places i had to sit next to them explain each item and say this has dairy this doesn't have dairy this has sugar this has nothing or this has this hmm. so those kinds of things it came by experience even for the kids so i had to make sure that every single time i was with them guiding them so they came to a stage where they would go up to picnics and still pick the right food i would say don't take anything white don't take anything creamy <laughs> I'm sure it was difficult at the beginning to try to explain to them and I'm sure it took a lot of effort exactly. and patience mm-hmm. but I can see that it paid off because to what I know your daughters are both very knowledgeable about making super healthy choices in their lives yeah, right yeah. and also they're both very ethical very compassionate girls so <laughs> you know I can see how it's paid off now exactly so in fact after a lot of this happening right their uh, intuition skills and their uh, what do you say something coming from inside those skills have actually naturally evolved mm. because of the early education that came in my older one especially i see a lot of such um, soul growth when i see her and then my younger one is still uh. going into that direction but then yeah my older one is quite mature that way in her thinking <laughs> ethical aspects and all those things beautiful now that you mentioned the soul growth part of things when you say you are helping people and you're a lifestyle coach and everything it's not just the physical aspect i do know that a lot of the work that you do with people is also connected to spirituality into meditation into higher energies correct, right correct so how do you go about that see initially when people are very new to this lifestyle i don't bring them anything beyond physical mm. because many people are not really aware of things that they cannot see energies that they cannot see so i can't even talk about it huh. so in the first few sittings that i have it's typically only the physical part and then how their food habits should be mm. only that kind of coaching i give them and then they go through that but then i also add them to my spiritual group I have two groups one is the holistic food based group where we only talk about food and the other group where we talk about non food type of uh, work mostly spiritual mostly energies and growth uh, being a good human being that kind of language not typically god or religion or anything when they are constantly following such posts they also get into that groove and then people who are already on this path sometimes bring in questions to me saying i have this problem at home Hmm. why i started this second group was uh, i saw that many of the clients had the physical issues because they were piling in a lot of emotions yeah maybe a family issues and then maybe in-laws issues or yeah. uh, issues with the kids or husband or lack of patience or stress at work hmm. whatever it could be i had to ultimately teach them how to find your own happiness inside yourself 
there is nothing outside you can't blame anything to the outside world it is all inside if somebody needed that specific coaching i would have another call with them and then i would walk them through the entire process of what you are and then why we come to earth so bring them to that awareness of no you are alone and then you have to grow alone and then this is how you can strengthen your own thinking how do you practice when you are faced with a conflict and then how it gradually improves how your habits will improve as and when you improve such things so i teach them step by step i give them processes as to how they can implement for their specific situation and i have told them look at the pattern that keeps coming to you because every single experience that you are hit with is teaching you a lesson maybe sometimes if somebody is maybe testing your patience so it is teaching you that you are lacking patience so all that you will have to do is you have to just step back reflect on what is the lesson instead of just going into that personal mode of why that guy is treating me like this mm. take a deep breath look at the patterns that are coming to your life if the pattern is repeating which on many of the cases it will so when the same pattern is repeating you know that this is exactly what you'll have to learn and this is how you'll have to implement it so practice it practice it and i keep reminding them and then they give me feedback i tell them you should never be dissatisfied if you failed in the first attempt you should always be happy because there is always some progress getting at awareness that i am going into that kind of a negative mode itself is a big awareness so that itself is the first progress that you should be seeing in yourself so pat yourself on the back every single time that pumping of positivity when i keep doing that they themselves change and when they change the world around them change their people change in 2016 while i was actually working with my aunt who died of cancer i was so desperate that i had to keep her alive i was like i had to fight death i was in that kind of a mood and then i went into big bang meditation kind of mode and then that's when susmita you sent that uh, advertisement about krish murli shwar teaching sky yoga and then i went there i learned a lot of life lessons what resonated with me is the concept of blessings and many of the life lessons that uh, they teach in that course mm. it stuck to me even till now and one of the very important concepts that i learned is blessings how blessings can improve people's lives so i have practiced this a whole lot in my life and then i teach my clients they have seen changes in their life in fact many of the spouse who were actually non vegans have become vegans they just find a documentary one day and then they have that internal motivation to change <laughs> things like that have drastically happened when you say practice blessings what is that blessing is a genuine feeling of you be good for example good morning is a blessing you are saying let your morning be good or let your day be good have a good day mm. this is also a blessing in indian culture we have a myth that only the adults have to bless the youngsters but then in this concept anybody can bless anybody because we are all filled with positive energies in some form or the other everybody has positive and negative in them when we send out some genuine feelings of goodness to somebody else we in turn increase our own vibrations we start vibrating at a higher level the more we practice it Hmm. let's say for example somebody is not able to make a decision and then you want him to make a decision and then uh, you try to bless them it doesn't work like that if that person has to make a decision and that is his soul journey he might make it what blessings will do is the more you bless a person your vibrations will increase and then some of those frequencies of sound or thoughts will reach them 
and then whatever their life journey whatever lessons they need to change in their life to go to that path of their soul will happen to them in one of the cases what happened was a uh, husband wanted his wife to change both had come to me for a for changing in fact they were my cake clients but eventually became the healing clients so this husband had already become vegan and then he had changed his lifestyle the wife had a lot of trouble to remove tea from her lifestyle she knew all the concepts she knew coconut milk she knew everything but it did not happen she could not get that thing to happen so i kept telling the husband you just keep blessing her in whatever form it will happen to her it sometimes so happens that if a person is not willing to take those opportunities that come in front of them simple opportunities for them to change because universe will always keep giving us opportunities for us to go to our right path mm. if they have not made a use of those opportunities a very what do you say a strong opportunity is going to come to push you to a corner so that you can change yeah <laughs> so one such incident happened to her she got a very severe stomach problem she had pcod and all that so she had a very severe issue mm. they were admitted in the hospital and then uh, she understood some of these implications of her dairy intake the doctor told her stop consuming dairy <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big thing that they mm. saw in their life and then she eventually quit dairy and it happened so things like this happen and i tell them see don't expect it to go in a certain way when you're blessing it will happen to them the right way whatever the soul needs will happen but then it's going to be good for them how it happens we have no control hmm i think the stronger a person's resistance is towards their own life path or towards their own growth the more difficult probably the situation will be that they have to go through to go into the path but if you don't resist and the more you go with the flow more you embrace it and listen to those like you said opportunities are coming from the universe so the more you are embracing them listening to your inner voice going with the flow you're meant to go then the easier it's going to be to Absolutely. go on to that path this is something i have seen personally in my own life also where if i have struggled 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 about something and i'm not listening i'm not listening to this inner voice that says no you have to do this you have to go a certain way but i'm just struggling and suffering then i know that that thing will break off that situation the people it has happened where it's ended in a very drastic way where it is very difficult or painful for me but then the pain had to happen only because i resisted it so much but because it happened ultimately much much higher good came into my life absolutely so what you're saying makes sense so basically blessing is sending them goodwill good wishes and hoping for their highest good you do this for people you love or do this for people who have angered you do this for everybody in your life so that ultimately your energy needs to go up and that's what is your business your energy right. going up is your business how everybody else grows is not your business you just wish them growth exactly exactly because we have no control of how what is their journey we only can wish them good yeah their universe will guide them to the right path and i just tell them be open they'll see a better clarity once you are sending them good wishes it makes them become more clear and it's like you're an angel also giving them <laughs> blessings right that's basically what it is <laughs> we're all here angels on earth <laughs> absolutely susmita i this reminds me of one more thing you were telling that uh, the more i resisted it, it happened to me right there was a previous question that you asked in terms of how i made that decision to come to this yeah so this is what i wanted to get to what led you on to this life path that you're on today 
So in 2018, I was sort of uh, battling between these two things that I really like. One was baking and one was healing and IT was there. I experienced a lot of good there. I implemented whatever I learned from all these emotional stuff. Affirmations worked in my workplace. Lots of things happened. I wanted to become a, a great project manager and that kind of a thing also I had envisioned. And when I was implementing a project for the very first time in the history of our company, the client gifted us with gold coins. So it was a way of my affirmations coming true. That was the only biggest thing that happened in my career as a project manager. Because of the affirmation that I did, visualizations and all that, that one thing was like a big cherry on the top of my career. I wanted to choose a career which will continue to give me some stream of income. Mm. In my opinion, at that time, healing was not something that will give me income. I had assumed that and I didn't see any reasons why I should be wrong. So baking was going on. I started off as a vegetarian baker and then eventually became a vegan baker after your class. I wanted to also take up entrepreneurship with Radha Ishwar and we also started classes. I was still trying to make myself believe, yes, this is the right path because it's going to give me money. She had also asked me to introspect and find out all these things. I did meditation, all that. And then, like you said, I didn't listen. I thought I listened, but then I didn't listen. I still, my conscious mind was trying to tell me, see, yes, see, logically speaking, you're going to bake. And then that is what is going to. So I convinced myself that uh, this is the right path. She had asked me to ask myself a question. When you die, you should die a satisfied life for the services that you've done to the world. So Hmm. find out what is the right thing for you to do. That was the question she had asked me to answer. And my conscious mind kept telling me, yeah, this is what I want to do. See, people don't have healthy bakes and then I'm making the healthiest of the cake. So Mm. I'll continue that path. I'm going to sell to people where they don't get the right cakes. So that is what I want to do. And healing anyway is already happening. So if people really need me, when they're coming to me, I will anyway do that. So that part is anyway happening. So I convinced myself. Had you quit your IT job by then? 2018, I quit. 2019, this happened. I wanted to take this baking to the next level like a business. So I went to her for that entrepreneurship, for the business education. So this is when she told me and uh, I was still introspecting and uh, half-heartedly. Yes, no, I was trying to still convince myself. And I also practice this uh, art of surrender. Mm. I've done this a whole lot in my life. Art of surrender is you give your problem to the universe and tell I'm delegating it to you. Mm. And I'm not going to have a second thought that it's not going to be fulfilled. I want the right answers to what I want to do. I want to serve you. That's it. That is my ultimate goal. How you want me to serve you is your choice. Because I still had this dilemma and all those things, despite continuing and telling Radha Ishwar, I want to go through this. And I somehow gave her convincing answers also. I don't know whether she was convinced, but I think I gave convincing answers to tell this is what I want to do. Hmm. I had already surrendered this to the universe and I had then taken Radha Ishwar's path. I would do many things like this, which would bring peace to me. Hmm. Right after the time that I did this, what happened was my uncle was admitted in the hospital. So she asked me for help. She said, my father is admitted like this. I'm the only one to take care of him. Can you supply food to me? Healthy food. When the doctor said healthy food, you are the only person I could think of. So I said, okay, fine. I will get it. So every day, thrice, I would go to this hospital in the scooter, supply juices, fruits and things like that. Hmm. One day, something in my inner voice told me, don't go for dinner. You just give the dinner in the afternoon itself. Hmm. By that time, I was slowly starting to recognize my inner voice and then I would not say no at all. Hmm. Whatever it is, because every time I said no, something would happen. (laughs) 
I didn't know why it was. I told uh, C. Chaitra. Chaitra is your cousin, your uncle's daughter. Correct. I told her I'm going to come and give night's food in the afternoon itself. Then I went. While coming back, uh, Susmita, I met with an accident. 30 years I've ridden the scooter and I've not fallen even one single time. And then I fell down from the scooter. I was also chanting. I have a habit of chanting uh, a mantra, which I, which was uh, initiated to me by a guru. Mm. So I keep chanting this wherever I go and whenever I'm like free. I was chanting that mantra even when I was riding the scooter. And then I fell down. I did not know what happened. And then my uh, hand was broken. Wow. This happened in 2019, August. Since then, obviously I couldn't bake. Hmm. This particular incident gave a full crash to the baking. And I did not do any baking after that. Even till now, I've not done any commercial baking because during this period, it gave me a time to reflect on what my true skills are. So because healing was anyway on the phone, that kept happening. Many people came to me during that period. Lots of work I did like this and then things improved so much. I mean, all that I thought was impossible sort of became true. Mm. Only after this accident, I started making it a proper consulting and this is my charges and that kind of a formal setup happened only after my accident. This It was like forced upon me. <laughs> Even though the opportunity came multiple times, I didn't hear it. Mm. And I think this accident was a blessing because I wouldn't have realized it. I wouldn't have. And one more blessing that happened in this accident is I had also surrendered for one ganglion growth that I had on my uh, wrist, which was because of extra calcium that I was taking in the past. Mm. That broke, Susmita. I was asking for a solution for that and that broke during the accident. That was the only bone that has got broken. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing else happened to the scooter. Nothing else happened to my entire body. Only that part was broken. Hmm. So it was a big blow on my hand with that accident. And then only that part broke. Hmm. The career clarity also came in. Everything happened. And then a couple of months back, I think I took a bold decision to tell the universe I'm not doing baking anymore. Until that time, I was thinking, okay, maybe I will do, maybe I will do. It was still there. I was like, okay, it's fine. Let it be. It's okay. Money or no money. I'm just going to stick to this. If money is just energy anyway. So I will learn probably how to earn it. It's okay, fine. I will just let this go and then I will continue on something that I want to focus on. And then I just let it go just like that. I'm still doing baking for my kids and all that, but still commercial baking I'm not doing. I'm sure a lot of your uh, baking clients will miss you because I do remember (laughs) you had the most healthy, beautiful, delicious (laughs) stuff. I'm going to miss your Christmas cake. Yeah, yeah. But I have no doubt that what you have chosen now is going to do just way more greater good in the world than just baking would have done. So I'm happy. What was also happening, Susmita, is as my focus was slowly going towards raw, right? Mm. my focus on the grains also was sort of becoming very guilty in my head. I was like, okay, a person is coming to me with, let's say, a cancer and then I'm offering them grains and usually I wouldn't give grains for somebody who's coming to me for healing with the same problem. So a lot of such conflict of interest was actually happening in my head. That is exactly why baking became secondary. Otherwise, whatever I was doing was already good. Yeah, People appreciated it. Everybody needed it. Of course, the vegan world definitely wants it. But in my own journey, it did not fit. So that's why I quit. See, the whole beauty of when we are in the food industry, when we're cooking, baking, giving healthy food, it's not just the actual ingredients we put into it, but also the energy that we put into it. Mm. So it's important that we believe that what we're making is healthy, is good. It's good for the people who we are giving it to. 
and especially as a healer coming into this i'm sure that already a lot of good healing energy was going into your bakes while you were baking but then if you have any doubt any guilt about the ingredients that you're using then of course that's going to interfere with that good healing energy so then it becomes there's no point in going ahead Correct. with it in that case right it makes a lot of sense what you said that's smitha from it to baking that was not a difficult choice you followed your heart and you did that right but to switch full time into healing into being a nature cure a practitioner life coach to do this you were pushed into it because you weren't really listening completely to the guidance you were receiving so what advice would you give to people how do people go about listening to their guidance how do people go about finding their true path in life and going with the flow so that they can make the switch smoothly and easily see when we come to earth right we as a soul would have already planned what we want to do on earth because souls have that kind of a knowledge so when we come to earth we are just cut off from the spirit world and then we don't have that knowledge of why we come here and then we depend on our parents and other people to influence us to guide us to that soul path Hmm. but then who knows that what is the plan that we've come here for it's our subconscious mind and maybe our higher self these two know that this is what we have to do they are the ones who will bring us opportunities to take us to that path if we have to blindly listen to that inner voice and just go as per what is right and what is wrong at that moment you will automatically hit that path this right and wrong choices is based on our belief system today my belief system is entirely different from what i had maybe 2 3 years ago hmm. at that time whatever i said yes to was completely different i chose baking i wouldn't have probably had that awareness to say yes to healing at that time so at that moment whatever hmm. has been your experience whatever has been your belief system the knowledge set of knowledge that you have just listen to your voice saying yes or no for example my daughter goes to tuitions and then uh, her friends had asked her for some tuition teachers work so because she was so close to her friends she actually sent one or two notes to them and then her inner voice i, I keep teaching my kids some of these things so her, her inner voice told her it is wrong then she told me am i did this uh, but i know it's wrong i i don't know what to do so i told her see the right way to do is your heart has already told you it's wrong but then how do you correct it is more an implementation sort of thing so at that time the right way to tell is it is not ethical for me to send it because it is not mine to share so i cannot share it hmm. she wanted to say my mother believes that this is not ethical so i cannot share. i said no you should believe that it is not ethical hmm. your heart has told you it's wrong so you should tell your friends that i don't believe it's ethical that's why i cannot send tomorrow your friends may leave you because you are not a person who sharing with them it is okay because you will get new friends who will think like you we should never fear who is with you who is going to be with you who is not going to be with you who is going to support you who is not going to support you in this journey because you stand alone you have to listen to your inner voice and say yes this is the right thing to do i tell my kids even today you have to be truthful you have to follow the path of right and justice and dharma and all that because i am such a person if you are following the wrong path we will probably not be connected in future because if i am constantly going on this path and you are going on some other path we will definitely separate one day 
So I will probably not even associate myself with you if you are following the wrong path. That is how strongly I tell them that they'll have to follow that inner voice. You know, what I liked in this whole thing that you said is you're teaching your children to take responsibility for their choices, to basically own their choices. Don't say that my mom said no, but say that I believe this is not right. And that's beautiful because that is something we all need in life. And it's good that they're learning it at a very young age. You don't succumb to peer pressure. You go with your gut feeling and no matter what, you follow it. And that's a very, very precious lesson to be taught at that age. So that's that's very beautiful, Smith. I'm so impressed to hear this. And how old is your daughter now? She's 14 now. Hmm. So that's great. I mean, the teenage years, these are the years where you need to... You know, I so many times I think I'm like... When I was that young, I made unnecessarily stupid decisions in the sense of just based out of what others are doing, what others are thinking, what others are saying. Correct, correct. If at that age itself, we had learned to really listen to our gut feeling and our inner voice and go with that, there's a lot farther we'd be in life today. So I can't wait to see what your daughters are going to be. Like if you are a healer, I I can... (laughs) Picture how much more they'll be doing, you know, how many more people they'll be helping as they grow. So it's that's very, very beautiful. How does somebody recognize that this is actually their inner voice or higher self guiding them versus the mind telling you, okay, this is what you should do? See, everybody recognizes the right and wrong. For example, a person who is going and stealing something, right? For some reason, he might think that is the right thing to do and then he might want to do it. But then he knows that stealing is a wrong thing. He might say, okay, this guy is anyway rich. What will happen if I go steal from him? That is a conscious mind talking. It's a logical mind that is telling, yes, I have X, Y, Z reasons for me to do this work. Hmm. But when it comes to the subconscious mind, that mind is going to tell you stealing is wrong, plain wrong. That is common sense. You don't have to justify and say, I'm going to steal a rich person and that's why it's okay. No, stealing a rich person or a poor person is wrong. That is what he has to listen to. Okay, so when you get a thought and you don't have to justify that thought in any way. Correct. You know, you don't feel a prick or anything and it just feels right. So that's how you recognize. Correct. That's a simple, beautiful way to explain it. And I'm sure, you know, many people will be able to actually follow this bit of advice that you've given on how to differentiate between your gut voice versus your mind telling you to do something. One more thing that people associate with this part is, okay, I take this right decision. I don't like the consequences of that decision. That is why people take the wrong decisions. For example, my younger one had the habit of telling lies. Although we kept telling her, we will not scold you. For some reason, she had a habit of uh, just telling me right from a very little age, she just was like that. Mm. And then it took a lot of effort from our side to say, be truthful, be truthful, be truthful. It took that time. What I'm trying to tell is that consequence of that right and wrong is what we should never fear. I keep telling them, do the right thing, the universe will definitely support you. The consequences may not be very supportive of you at that time, but then eventually you will be led to the right path. So just close your eyes and do the right thing. Don't think about consequences, I tell them. Mm. So we always should never think about consequences when you are listening to your subconscious mind. It is going to lead you to the right path. 
the more we make mistakes the more farther we get from that path and the more harder those opportunities and uh, lessons will be for us to go back to that path it's like taking a deviation a wrong exit and then coming to the right uh, main road again so it's as bad as that and i guess being from bangalore we all know the consequence <laughs> of taking a wrong deviation <laughs> well smita i think this was a very very eye opening talk and i hope you know a lot of people listen to it and i hope it really helps them make their life choices and it helps them with their self reflection as they sit at home you know our whole lives have come to a standstill this is a time this is the opportunity that the universe has given us to reflect to think of exactly where we should be going forward listening to your journey listening to your whole story i think that's going to really inspire people to very very honestly and openly look at truly what they are meant to be doing as they go ahead in life so sita can you tell everybody if they want to connect with you your social media your website whatever how exactly can they connect with you so susmita they can connect with me on instagram my instagram handle is smita hemadri s m i t h a h e m a d r i even if they message me from there i can connect with them from there okay wonderful smita is a great healer she's helped a lot of people whether it is a physical ailment whether it is an emotional issue whether it is a spiritual guidance that they need Smita is a great coach to go to so i hope all of you connect with her on instagram at uh, smita himadri i'm going to put the link in the show notes and yeah i hope you all enjoyed this episode of the feel good factor i would really really appreciate a review a rating a subscription on your favorite podcast app particularly if you are on apple podcast then your review will really really help the podcast get high on the charts and get discovered more easily but if you don't have apple podcast then please do leave me a review on podchaser.com you can find my podcast there by going to podchaser.com/veganosaurus v e g a n o s a u r u s And of course as always I would love to hear back from you about this or any other episode that you have enjoyed I want to hear your thoughts I want to know what more you want to listen to connect with me on Instagram at veganosaurus and Smita thank you so much for giving your time for sharing your story and for being here with me today Thank you Smita it was my pleasure Bye Bye stay blessed Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Feel Good Factor. I'm Susmita Veganosaurus and I'm looking forward to talking to you again very soon. Bye.